Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. It's awesome. Let's go. My God is awesome. He can move mountains. Keep me in the valley. Tell them, hide me from the rain. Hallelujah. My God is awesome. He heals me when I'm broken. He strength when I've been weak. Forever he will reign. You've got it. Say, my God is awesome. My God is awesome. He can move mountains. Keep me in the valley. Tell him, hide me from the rain, from the rain. Say, my God is awesome. He heals me when I'm broken. Tell him, it's my strength when I'm Come on, tell him awesome. awesome. If you believe him, say awesome. awesome. Take your time and say awesome. awesome. Hallelujah, awesome. awesome. My God, come on. Voice and testify. Lift your voice and praise his name. The whole world. Give of salvation. By his stripes, I am here. Hallelujah. Say, my God is awesome. Today I am forgiven. His grace is why I'm living. Come on, praise his holy Mighty. It's mighty. It's mighty. 
Jesus. Thank you. Why don't you thank him this morning, this afternoon? Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You are God. You are God. You are God. Thank you. Beginning, man. Come on. The same song. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you this afternoon. We bless you. We honor you. Thank you. Thank you. Pour your blessing upon your word. Change our lives. Change our destinies. Change our minds, oh God. What the enemy has put 
in our minds, oh God. Let it be reversed. Let them be reversed this afternoon. In the name of Jesus. Let your destiny be fulfilled in our lives. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And let the saints say, Please take your seat in the presence of the living Give us our memory verse. Romans four, Romans eight fourteen, Romans eight fourteen. Can we all say it together? I'm sure many of us can say it without looking at it. Ready? Go. Again, please. Therefore, tell your neighbor, my neighbor, allow the Spirit to lead you. And you will automatically become the daughter or the son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I want to share with you something that I started this morning. And um, using this today, Sunday, to do this. I may not be able to finish, but maybe I'm sure it will bring more light. Hallelujah. The title of the message, God's... What was the title this morning? God Concepts of Destiny. Hallelujah. You know, because the word destiny, I believe, has been misapplied so many times. Also misunderstood. Hallelujah. And I was saying this morning that when something happens, you know, maybe sometimes you enter into a relationship and then along the line it breaks down. You enter another one, along the line it breaks down. You enter another one, along the line it breaks down. Then we say that, well, that is my destiny, you know. There's nothing I can do. Hallelujah. We say it in our language, Hallelujah. It's a French language. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it is not true. Hallelujah. So let's read Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Who are you? Maybe that is the ninth question to answer. Who are you? It says that before... I formed thee, give us amplified, please. 
Before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved you as my chosen instrument, my chosen faucet, through you that many living waters will reach other people. Hallelujah. You are a chosen instrument. You are a chosen faucet. You are a chosen pipe in the name of Jesus. And it says that before you were born, I separated you and set you apart, consecrating you and appointed you as what? As a prophet. To be a prophet means that to be a pastor, to be a teacher, to be um, um, a shepherd. Hallelujah. For the nations. This is the plan of God for your life. Therefore, it doesn't matter what anyone says about you. God says that I have chosen you and I have consecrated you and I have set you apart. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? For the nations, for good things. Therefore, we said that destiny, which is God's plan... All right, maybe let me give the objectives. Or I should skip the objectives. Let's skip it. Let's so that we can move faster. Hallelujah. The first objective we wanted, we wanted to understand the concept of God's destiny. And the second one, we want to know the fundamental way, the basic way for us to assess our destiny and enhance it. Hallelujah. From today going, you will, you will assess your destiny. I said you will assess your destiny. Are you with me, please? Yeah. And then we said that the first thing we want to know, to number one. Man's or a woman's destiny is God's plan. That is preceded his creation of man. His plan that preceded his creation. Before you were formed in the womb, that is something that you, before you came into being. Hallelujah. Before I formed you, I knew you. You were anointed. You were not just anything. There was no fertilization of the egg for you to be formed and come out. Hallelujah. He said that I knew you. This is one of the verses that nobody here, please, hearing me, should say that, you know, I've regretted coming from the family that I came from. No. No. For you to appear in the Asari's family, it's not by accident. No. Because God knew exactly. If you have gone to any other family, it would have been different. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yeah. And the second one, God's plan for man is the plan for good and not evil geared towards an expected positive end. 
is the plan for good and not evil. Jeremiah 29, 11. Amplified, please. Pastor Donna. Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 11. Mm -hmm. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, mm. says the Lord. Thoughts, thoughts, and, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final give outcome. give you hope in your final outcome. Hallelujah. Amen. God's plan is for him to give you hope in the final outcome. It's a positive plan. It is not a negative plan. Amen. I say it is not a negative plan. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Then the question is, how come I'm going through what I'm, I'm in right now? If it is God's plan, it's a positive plan. I haven't said it yet. Richard. Hallelujah. Amen. But the two ways to answer that, the first one is what I said. I said the illustration of destiny. Maybe let me share it now. You know, when you see any airline and a, a plane moving from one place to another, they rely on two things. The first thing is the flight plan. Hallelujah. And then the second one is the destination. They have these two things. And these two things are controlled by the control tower. Hallelujah. So you go to JFK. Your flight number is DL. DL is Delta. Or BA, BA, BA. <laughs> What is KLM? KLM is what? KLM. That's it. <laughs> you know, DL404 moving from JFK to where? Oh, that crowd only the place that the Delta goes. <laughs> you know, so they give them two plans. The first one from JFK here, maybe to UK or to Accra, Ghana. So, once you are on that, you have to follow the plan. That is why two airlines, we haven't seen them, we haven't, I don't know if we have, we have seen much, but two airlines cannot collide because of the flight plan. Hallelujah. And then, it's not when they get into the air, and then they ask themselves, well, so where are we going? They know the destination already. Hallelujah. And God is saying that before you came, in the journey of life, you have a flight plan. And sometimes you can experience turbulence in the journey. You know, there will be some tenders, there will be some rain, there will be some wind, strong wind coming against the flight. But the flight plan will not change. Hallelujah. Therefore, if you are sitting here and you are experiencing the turbulence of life, the turbulence of marriages, the turbulence of businesses. I'm here to announce to you, your flight plan has no change. Your control tower, who is God? He is still on the throne. He is still sitting in that tower, guiding you. I said, guiding you to your destination. He said, I know the final outcome. Bring you to an expected. What is expected? Expected is Accra, Ghana. 
expected end is Heathrow Airport, UK. Hallelujah. Look, brothers and sisters, the only reason that can make this flight deviate is when it is hijacked. And that's why the hijackers, the first thing they do, they disconnect, they take over your communication with the control tower. And they tell the control tower that from today going, we are, we are going where we want to go. Now we are in charge. But your control towers will not be taken over. It cannot be hijacked by the enemy. Satan is a hijacker. Sometimes he hijacks your destiny and begins to swing you around. But from today going, he cannot hijack your life. He cannot hijack your profession. He cannot hijack your finances. He cannot hijack. No, he cannot. He cannot. He cannot. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? The third point, maybe it will help us. Your control tower is God. Begin to have a flight number for yourself. I'm Kwame 404. I have a destination. I'm saying, I'm going somewhere. Brother Willie, I'm going somewhere. I cannot be discouraged. I still have a plan. My tower, my control tower, who is God, is still guiding me. I say, it's still guiding me. Just make sure, you have to make sure your communication gadgets to the control tower is strong. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Amen. Otherwise, you can easily fall into the sea. Hmm. Yeah. The third point God's plan can be averted, that is destiny can be averted or and even aborted. Do you have it, please? God's plan for man, that is destiny, can be averted and even aborted when man fails to comply with divine principles and guidelines. Hallelujah. Example is Adam and Eve, beginning of creation. God's plan for them was aborted because they failed to comply with the divine principle that God gave and the guidelines. Eat everything. Don't eat this one. And everything changed. Something the same thing. God had a plan for something. A destination for something. Hallelujah. Therefore, I want you to know that if a good plan can be averted, then a bad plan can also be reversed. Hallelujah. I said a bad plan can also be reversed. Therefore, I prophesy over you, if there's any plan that the enemy has taken from you, we reverse it this afternoon. I reverse it this afternoon. I reverse it this afternoon. In the name of Jesus, we reverse it. Amen. 
reverse it. Amen. Hallelujah. He did not create you, therefore he cannot control you. He cannot take over your life. God is the one who created us. That is why he knows everything. The songwriter said, I have a father who knows my name. Reverse it. Reverse it. Start in your room and just mention your flight number and tell Satan that I, Kwame Ousudeku, flight number Kwame 404, I'm going to a destination. Therefore, you cannot change my plan. You cannot change it. You cannot change it. You cannot change it. Hallelujah. Yeah. Have a flight plan. I mean, uh, number. You are going somewhere. Hallelujah. There's no confusion in the air because of that. Are you with me? Yeah. The next one I gave, illustration I gave was when I was sharing with. Is there any architect here? Okay, okay, Joe. Yeah, if you, and even if you are not, if you have built before, an architect has given you something before. And any building that anyone wants to build, you have the design plan, it has the construction, and then the finishing part. And many times, the architects, they are very smart. They put the design, the final outcome at the first page. So you see the colors, how the building will look like. You see, and it gives you energy. You see the green greens where you pack the cars, the lanes, and everything. How many have seen what I'm talking about before? Yeah. So it looks very nice. But inside that particular thing, when you open it, then you see the construction phase of the whole project. Hallelujah. Where you see number of uh, pillars, number of lights, days, that, the details of everything. Hallelujah. And therefore, destiny is like that. You know, you have where you are going, the destination. And then the construction phase of life. And then every construction place does not look nice. Is it true? Yeah. Tell the person sitting by you. Don't look at me this way. So I have a final outcome. I'm in the construction phase of life. I said, I'm in the construction phase of life. My designer is God Himself. He's still building me, He's still guiding me. He's the very faces of my life. They are coming together. When you, God is done with me, tell the person you will love me more. Yeah. Love you more. You will love me more. Look, don't let anybody put you down. I'm here to encourage you. And I'm here to give you a reason to begin to war a good warfare. Tell yourself that it is not done. Don't write the thing off. Don't write it off. Don't write it off. Don't write it off. Maybe you are in the second phase of life. God is still constructing you. I said, he's still constructing you. There are certain nails, then when it goes into the construction place, the building, you see that if the building can speak, the building will say, we, it's painful. That is how life is. But at the end of the day, you will see that you have a beautiful outcome. I said, you have a beautiful outcome. You have a beautiful outcome, Michael. Yeah. 
Yeah? When you see the final outcome, and that is why you should be able to see. See, the Bible says that because of the joy that was set before him, he, his, eyes were, his eyes were on those things. Not the crucifixion and the pain and all those things. Spitting into the face and all those things. No, 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 no. You have to let your eyes be on the first page. You know how it will look like when you finish. It brings a set, Michael, it puts certain adrenaline into your body. It gives you energy. It tells you that you should keep building. You should keep going. You should keep going. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yeah. So Jeremiah, Job said, Job 23.10, please. Job chapter, chapter 23, verse 10. But he knows the way that I take. He knows the way. He has concern for it. He has concern for it. He appreciates. Appreciates. And pays attention. And pays attention. It. How many agree with you that this Job construction life was not nice? Mm. How can you have boils? Just have a small one under your armpit here and see. And then you have it all over now. I don't know how Job was sitting down. I don't know how Job was lying down. Yeah. You say you want to wee-wee, you can't hold your thing because it's so painful. Yeah. But he said he has a concern for it, appreciates and pays attention to it. That's exactly what God told Satan. By Job. Mm. I know everything. This guy. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here with me, please? Yeah. yeah. Your fright cannot be crushed. Amen. I say your destiny cannot be crushed. Amen. It cannot be. No witch, no wizard can crush them. My God. The next one. Should I give you more illustrations? Please. Is Dr. Kuya here? Okay. Yeah, Brother Benoni is here. Brother Benoni, when DNA, you know, when a baby is being formed in the womb, right from the beginning, maybe the first few weeks, if there's something that will come at the end of the journey, can the doctors use DNA tests to see? They can. Yeah. Hallelujah. So it's like a baby in the womb. When the baby is being formed, the doctors can check the DNA and see that, oh, at the end of the ninth, nine months journey or whatever weeks that they say 40 weeks or 42 weeks, this is how the child will look like. Sometimes if it is negative, then they're trying to cancel you, say other things. That's how your life is to God. He knows. He knows by your spiritual DNA. He knows. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes. I say he knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. Nana, you just went to Ghana. Yes. When you were going, did you know where you were going? Yes, I do, Reverend. I did. Or you just set off and then you're trying to no, find it, out. It was or you go to the gate and you ask the gate people that so where is this flight going? Not at all. Not at all. It was planned. Yeah. You thought even the flight would take off from JFK, not knowing it was it, it, Newark. Newark. <laughs> hey, Pastor Nana. <laughs> that one itself is a revelation. It's a revelation. <laughs> we made it. <laughs> yeah? And sometimes some of us, we even know when we get to the destination, the food that we will eat, we have rough idea. Am I saying something here? Oh. Let it be your story from today going. That you have a journey. You know where you are going. You are going to a particular place. I said you are going to a particular place. You will not get to the gate and ask, where am I going? What am I doing over here in New York City? What am I doing here in the United States? You are here for a reason. I said you are here for a purpose. You are in this church for a reason. You are not here by accident. You are not sitting here right now hearing me by accident. No. No. You are not here by accident. Stacy. Yeah. For you to meet us, it's not by accident. It's for a reason. You will discover it. So what is destiny? You have to guide me with a timer. Because I have so many things to, to share. By the grace of God. Your destiny is that purpose or destination ordained by God for you to fulfill on this earth. It's a purpose. It's a destination ordained by God from all the verses that we have read for you to fulfill on this earth. When we get to heaven, there's no, there won't be any word like destiny. Where will you be going? We have arrived already. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Therefore, we need to understand that. Like the spacecraft that they fire. God has fired you from one place and you are going somewhere. Maybe your destination is the moon. Are you with me, please? Yes. You are carrying that power Amen. and that fire in you. Don't allow anyone to bring it down. So let's write these few things down for the family service. Let's write these few things down. We are not created to live aimless. To live aimless. 
purposeless and directionless life. Purposeless. That is why God. One of the reasons. one of the reasons why God says that a double-minded person cannot receive anything from me because you are confused already. But I am not confused. I know where I'm taking you. But if you are confused, then I don't know how I can guide you. Are you with me, please? Until you have that vision, you have that purpose, then I hold your hand and I help you. Are you with me, please? And I know where you are going. So any time that you have a double mind, try to fix it quickly through counsel, prayers, so many things that you can do to fix it. Hallelujah. The next one. We are not created to live life to chance. Are very lucky. No. Not at all. Not at all. It's God's plan for you. You are not lucky. We are not created. The next one, three. We are not created to, to live as a destitute on this earth. Too many notes, right? You take them one after the other and use it to pray. Bind certain things. Let certain things catch fire in your in the spiritual realm. How many do you have, please? Okay, number four. We are not created to be a spectator on earth when action is going on. The next one. We are created to be profitable citizens on the planet Earth. Yeah? If you are not needed, you will not be created. Therefore, necessity is not only the mother of invention, it's the mother of creation. God brought you into this world for a reason, Ben. For a reason. Profitable for your generation. Our generation. So you can see it in Bishop Dark's life. Hallelujah. May you become the light of your family. May you become the light of your house. I said, may you become the light of your home. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. The last one for this one, we, not for today. 
We are created to fly high and travel far to the glory of God. Victory, series of victories. How far you will war in the spiritual realm depends on the revelation, number of revelations that you have. Yeah. So we really need to, if we, you get certain understanding in certain things, you see that even your prayer will change. Begin to experience victories. Because now you are not praying amiss. We are created to fly high and travel far to the glory of God. Isaiah 60, verse 1 and 8. 61 and 8, please. Isaiah chapter 61. 60, 60 and 60, 60 verse, verse one, 1 and verse 8. Isaiah chapter 60 verses 1. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Hey. Rise to a new wait, wait, life. Wait, 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 please. I haven't seen this verse like this before. <laughs> Arise from what? If you can get what I'm sharing with you, you will not be depressed again. Amen. I said you will not be depressed again. Amen. Depression comes from Satan to try to end your life. That is what it means. If you don't have right intervention at the right time, you can easily end your life. It sinks you that sometimes you don't want to talk to anyone. You don't want to have anything to do with anybody. You are so down. Sometimes you begin to have migraine. Yeah. So arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Please, the life of Jenia, it is not always smooth and it will, not, it will never be smooth. Airline companies, Airbus and Boeing, they are always fighting and to design a club that people will not experience turbulence at all. At all. So you see that now it has improved yeah. with the higher versions of Boeing. 787777 and all these ones. And the Airbus. Yeah, when I took the Airbus from JFK to Dubai, and then I found out that, wow, the people have developed their thing. The table before used to hear, now it moves like that. It swings. How many have experienced that? Yeah, because it's huge. But they cannot eliminate it. So we cannot eliminate turbulence of life. It's part. What we can do is to arise and move with the vision of who we are and what God has def de defined us. We arise and move forward with it. Hallelujah. Let it be your portion. I said, let it be your portion from today. Shame the enemy. 
Do not cry at midnight anymore. Do not cry in your pillow. Don't wake up and your pillow is wet. It's over. Thank you, sister. It's over. If you know the words according to the set time of God. The set time. The set time. When we were talking about those who had their destiny reversed, you know, Saul was, was one of them. We read 1 Samuel chapter 10, verse 8, and then 1 Samuel 13. Um, I think 8 to 14. Yeah. The Bible used the word according to the set time Samuel showed up. God will show up in your set time. I said, your set time is coming. Your set time is coming. So how can we enhance destiny? Maybe, how are six of them? So how many should I give? I have ten minutes. So each minute, one point. And then we go. <laughs> factors. God factor that can enhance destiny. It will help you to fulfill it. Because I want you to know that Satan will not stop fighting you. <laughs> How come when you are going, those who have traveled to where I come from, let me use that one because that's one I know, to where I, I, I come from. When you are going, it's ten and a half hours. When you are coming, I think it's eleven. Why? Because of what? Headwinds. Headwinds. Yeah. So when you hear a man of God pray, Mike said, may the wind be against you. It's not a good prayer. <laughs> the headwinds. They oppose the flight, the airline. So they lose 30 minutes of the um, um, what time? What the, how do they call it? Is it the air time? Yeah, the air time. Yeah. How can you control the headwind? You cannot. You have to make sure you bulldoze your way through and reach where you are going. Hallelujah. In the spiritual will. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The first factor, the fear of God. When I was doing the six. Uh, the four pillars of intelligence. We didn't do this, but we've done this in details for the Tuesday service. Yeah. Tell the person sitting by, I can see that you don't work on Tuesdays. How come you are not in church? <laughs> what are they saying now? Get an answer and bring the answer to me. Write the person's name and give the answer to me. No, those who have been coming, what is that? have you been learning something about this fear of the Lord? Here yeah, is very important. What kept Job was the fear of the Lord. If you read Job 1 1, God used that word. An upright and the one who is afraid of certain things. So even when Satan came into his life, he couldn't win over him. 
Job rather even became strong. Job 46, 16 and 17. He died at the age of 100 and how many, how, how many years? Job 42, 16 and 17, please. After this, Job lived 140 years and saw his sons and his sons. And who are these sons and his sons? Because the first one, the first group, they all died. But he lived to see even the new children and, their grand, and his grandchildren. That is how the fear of the Lord can enhance your stay and enhance the things that you do on this earth. Hallelujah. The bankruptcy of the fear of the Lord is the number one distraction of destiny. Or I shouldn't say it that way. The absence of the fear of the Lord, the one, one distraction of your destiny. Joseph saw it. When the woman gave him the scholarship, he said, look, I dreamt a long time ago. I, I wasn't even a teenager. He went to Egypt at the age of 17. We landed in this woman's this place. Within the 17 and 30 years, and that is 13 years, he went through various things. And in between the 13 years, the distraction of the destiny was coming after him. And it landed him in prison. Yeah, that's what I tell young people. Do not go around and begin to sleep with people. You are killing your destiny. You are turning your destiny upside down. You are, everything is changing in the spiritual realm according to the set time of God. Are you with me, please? Yeah. Look, identify somebody if that is your difficulty. Identify. Who are the brothers here? Oh, they are here. Beautiful. Yeah. It will reverse everything that God has for you. Hallelujah. Yeah. 17 years in Egypt, 30 years, he came to stand in front of Pharaoh and then lived for 130 years. So within the, that time, 80 years of fulfilled, impactful you know, life. That was what he was going to miss. 80 years of impactful life. Daniel moved from one king to another. Change of government, change of policies, Democrats coming, Republicans coming, a black president coming, a white president coming. All this through, Daniel was still there. From King Nebuchadnezzar, he was there. Belshazzar came, he was there. Darius took over, he was there. And then Cyrus, how can one person be so relevant and so important? Because of the fear of the Lord. Amen. One thing, the fear of the Lord. The other time I was preaching and I was saying that one of the things, now I'm even more convinced that some of us we have to allow the fear of the Lord to treat our wives in a certain way. Otherwise, we will shorten our life and shorten our destiny. If you are a brother here, I'm part of it. 
It's, it's scary now. I'm telling you, it's very scary. Yeah. Yeah. Just had the council. Somebody called me, council. The person spoke, 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 spoke. He said painful things. My wife. Painful things. Finally, I didn't know what to say. I said that, you know what? My counsel to you is that try to finish school. When you finish school, you will have something in your arm. So if this one breaks, it's okay. God will take care of you. Just to find out a few weeks after, the husband is in a very serious trouble. A few weeks after, the grace of life, when you do that, God removes it. He, he disconnects himself from the, your control tower. And then now, you are alone in the air. You move him. Meanwhile, your aircraft is very small. And Delta 404 is coming. <laughs> no, are, are you with me, please? Your destiny depends on her. I'm telling you. It is the word of God. We can just fight it in our mind, in our head. But it is the word of God. Michael, everything. If you cherish her, I use various words. Honor her. Bring her in on, 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 on the table for the discussion. Don't say that woman, what do you know? She doesn't know anything. You scrutinize it. Maybe I've, I've left something out. My workplace, they used to say that, come and check the program because four eyes are better than two. You are not coming to add anything, but maybe I've made a mistake. You identified the mistake for me. That's why you are my wife. Are you with me, please? But because of lack of the fear of the Lord, we don't appreciate the woman. We don't, woman, I thought you will clap today a little bit. Hey! We are happy in our heads. Reverend, preach on. Ah, my husband is not here today. I will buy the message. I will get the message and put it on. I wish, I wish, I wish he is here. <laughs> God does not want him to hear this. That's why he is not here. And if you are here, God is lifting you up to another level. That's why you are here. And that's why you are hearing this. It's a sign of deliverance for you. Include God, include your wife in everything, every business thing that you are doing. Include her. Include her. Include her. Reverend, why are you talking for the woman? It is the word of God. Allow me. I want you to do well. I'm telling you, don't change your life. Don't change your destiny. Don't. Preach it. Father, you have been forgiven by God already. You will do well. I say you will do well. You will do well. Proverbs 19.23. Maybe let me, let me move away from here. Proverbs 19.23. Proverbs chapter 19, verses 23. Mm -hmm. 
The reverent, worshipful fear of the Lord leads to life. Yeah. And he who has his You rest. see, the reverent one is there because when you are, you, you honor somebody, you don't say negative things about the person when the person is not there. Nope. Yeah. Sometimes you can be very nice to this lady by you, but when you join your family and they bring any conversation that is negative, you enhance abatement, you add many things to it. Yeah. I will not allow you to say any negative thing. No. It's a no, no, no. It's a no, no, no. If you love me, you love everybody around me. And to me, it's a, it's a spiritual principle. If you love me, you love, if I love Sister Mami, I, I love Bishop, I will love Sister Mami's ministry. When she is coming here, I'm always there. If I get a chance to drive her, I will drive her everywhere. Everywhere. Because, because of who? Bishop Dag. How can I love Bishop Dag? And say, oh, he's a, oh the, the pastor, the pastor, he is cool. He's cool. But the wife, but the wife, you have not understood certain spiritual things well. You have not understood them. Yeah. Hallelujah. How many are going to protect their wives from today? Don't allow your family to lambast them like that. <laughs> yeah. What a shock. The next one. How can you en- enhance company with God? Hope my time is up, right? Five minutes. Oh. The next one, so I cannot explain, I'm giving you the point. The company with God. Keeping company with God will fulfill your destiny on earth. Proverbs 13, 20. Proverbs 13, verse, verse 20. He that walketh with wise men shall be what? Shall be what? Wise. But a companion of fools shall be what? Give us New Living Translation, please. New Living Translation. Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with... And then become what? Oh, don't say that. Today is Sunday. Don't say people are fools and, and that place. No. We are in church. Please. You company with God, Michael, automatically you become wise. That is why Job 28, 28, it says that the fear of God is wisdom. The fear of God. Because you company with God. And once you company with God, God is embodiment of wisdom and love. That is another point. The love for God is another thing that will enhance your destiny. Let me, let me combine the two. Yeah? The love for God. The love for God. Luke 10, 27. 25, 26, 27. Luke 10, 25, 26, 27. 25, please. Yeah. And then a certain lawyer arose to try, test, tempt, 
him, saying, Teacher, what am I to do to inherit everlasting life? That Verse 26, quickly, please. No time. Verse 26, please. Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How Verse do you 27. And he replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Four things you have to do. Love the Lord your God with all your strength. The first with all your heart. That is your inner man. With all your soul, your emotional part of you. Hallelujah. The, one of the places that I can cry is in the house of God. Yeah? In my home, it's not easy for me to cry. When my mom died, I cried the first time they told me. And then when they were going to bury her, that's it. But in the house of God. So the one I, I cancel people and I feel their pain. So I cry. So when I'm praying for people yes. that I know them, yes. I know Lord. Yes. Lord. Yeah. I wish there can be something suddenly can change for the person. Amen. I cry. And my cry is that Lord hear us. Amen. This is your child. Hear. Hear us. Hear us. Emotion. Love the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me, please? Yes. Yeah. And then he says that with, with your strength and with all your mind. With your strength and with all your mind. Last week when I, I, we, we came, by the time we got home around 1 a.m. from Boston, the whole of Friday we had a meeting to about 12 or something. The whole of Saturday from 9.30 a.m. to about 6 to 7 p.m. Camp staff meeting. Taught and taught and taught and taught and taught. And then the last Sunday, have a church in Brockton, Massachusetts, dedicated one of the pastors' child, everything, and then came right back. Brockton is closer to New York. I drove back for, for about 50 miles back up to the north to Boston to have shepherd's meeting. We close up at 6 o'clock. When I, I was so tired, hitting my leg, holding me. And I had to drive back. And my co-pilot asked me, Kay, are you okay? And when I answered, yes. <laughs> Tighten the seatbelt and then lift up your legs up there and then cover yourself and then we are going. <laughs> yeah. Company with God. Let me give you a, a, a few points here because the company with God is good. The company with God, what does it mean? It refers to the prayer, a place of prayer. Because God is a spirit, Stacy. We can't have, but it's a, it's a spirit. So when you pray, that's when you are communicating with God. It means that you are, I have left my everything, and now my faith is in you. My, my connection is to you, the control tower. Continue to guide me. Hallelujah. Join us in the morning. Please, join us. Join us. Hallelujah. If you cannot wake up at 4 o'clock, you join 4.30 to 5.30, one hour. 
Say, leave the 30 minutes for Pastor Nana and LP. Pam. <laughs> no, I'm trying to make a way for you. And then the prayer uh, warrior person, me, Auntie Michelle, leave the four o'clock to them. And then you join 4.30. Yeah, 4.30 to 5.30. Hallelujah. Yeah. Encounter with God. Encounter with God. Jacob became Israel because of the place of prayer. The place of prayer. Hallelujah. Are you with me, please? We have to pray, brothers and sisters. This week, I was just asking myself, before Christianity came to Africa, what were we doing? What were we doing? Then, the same way Pastor, Pastor Nana has answered, the, the conclusion is that the, every home in Africa, every said Ghana, Gabon, Benin, there's an altar sitting there. And sometimes they have renovated the place, they have built the place, but you cannot renovate an altar, a spiritual thing. You cannot paint it. Why am I saying this? Abraham set off from the father's house for a journey. And in his encounter with God in Bethel, first altar he raised in Bethel. After years, years, Isaac came, Jacob came. Jacob was running away from the house and then got tired, took two stones and put his head on. There was no life there. No human being there. Nothing. The altar has been destroyed physically. He put his head down there. The God that visited his brother Abraham, his grandfather Abraham, visited him right there in Bethel. So if God can do that, then the, the altar in your family home, you don't need to have any contact with it. Isaac was not there. Jacob was not there. But when Jacob put his head there, the spirit came out of the place and said, where are you going? Who are you? That is when his name changed. Do you know what is going on? That's, so if you find ourselves not praying and praying in a certain way, I tell you, many breakthroughs will not happen. Many breakthroughs. I wish we have a, a I mean, that, we, that is coming soon because Bishop has prophesied. Then we have, we have Friday, Friday meetings. Maybe I'll take my time and teach some of these things. Number one thing that's fighting us is our generational things. If, I, if you can understand what I just said, Abraham left home. His first place, he raised an altar there. Bethel. When he left, everything. Years after, woman, nobody was living there. The spirit was still there. And it was a good spirit. Came to visit the grandson. So imagine if Abraham had done any bad thing, had raised a bad altar there. And I'm asking the questions that before Christianity came to Africa, what were we doing? What altars did we raise? How many of them? If you say we will not pray, what are we doing? What are we doing? That's what I was saying this morning. I was saying that even before you build, understand some spiritual things. You need to pour oil on the ground because there are certain spiritual journeys you take if you don't have a spiritual backing. It's just spiritual journey. Even not spiritual journey. Certain journeys, if you don't have spiritual backing, you will die on the way. That is why Abraham's father died before he reached where he was going. 
Abraham had that backing from God. He said, leave, I'm backing you. Therefore, he was able to get to Canaan. Are you with me, please? You are going to build at the place. Maybe the place is like um, uh, Jericho. Nobody's supposed to build there. He said, you will build. You don't have spiritual backing. Yet, you need to pour on you and trust God. And then when you dig the ground, it will take you to a... Yeah? In fact, this week we were discussing, every Prime and I, we said that even certain family members that we try to help, you have to have spiritual backing. Because the poverty is designed by demonic altar for them to remain in that. And if you rise up and say, now you have arrived in New York City, you want to help to come out. That spirit, evil spirit, will turn around and come after you. I don't think we can continue. Let's continue next week. Put your hands together for Jesus. Yeah. Because this young man I was talking about, that the wife was talking to me and saying many things. One of the things the wife said that my husband has built a house for the family in his hometown. I didn't know. I didn't know until it was done completely. Completely, Michael. Finished and handed over. Maybe in that family, a few months after, this young man is almost something else. Maybe in that family, who told you that we are poor here? <laughs> we like our situation. Why are you coming to change our situation? The spirit will fight you. Sometimes your career can even be online. Your job will be online. Why don't you rise up? Let's go, please. I don't think anyone here, our situation is bad when worse than what Jabez experienced. The name they gave to him was not even good. But he understood the company. To company with God, it changes everything around you. And when he prayed, enlarge my coast, enlarge me, Lord, enlarge me. Maybe it's time for you to. Read the book of Numbers and see the number of the size of the land of Jabez generation genealogy. See that God really indeed enlarged. Lift up your voice and let's pray. Pray for a few minutes. It's okay. You'll go over the time for a few minutes. Pray. Reverse everything that the enemy has purposed and has designed to take from you your God-given destiny. Reverse it. Reverse it right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, pray. Let it flow. Yes, reverse it. Reverse it. It is not your shepherd. It is not your destiny. We reverse it. We reverse it now. We reverse it now. We reverse it now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
In the name of Jesus, man, the Lord will see my hand. My hand, the Lord, my hand, the Lord, my hand, the Lord, my hand, the Lord. Yes, 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 yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Yes, pray. Some of you have to pray like what Jabez prayed. Enlarge my core. Cry. Cry. Bless me, Lord. Enlarge my bodies. Enlarge my mind. Oh, that your hand might be with me. Let the hand of God be with you. Come on now. 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 Sheba yanda la ba yanda le be yanda. Sheba yanda le be le be be. Yanda le be 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 be. Mande le be 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 be. In the name of Jesus. I prophesy over you from today going. Amen. You become honorable like Jabez. Amen. Oh, your course will be enlarged. Amen. I say your course will be enlarged. Amen. Your heart will be enlarged. Amen. Your business will be enlarged. Amen. What you are doing will not end it in the midst of In the name of Jesus. I ask for the spiritual backing for you. Amen. In what you are doing. In the name, in the name of Jesus. Spiritual backing. Yes. Spiritual backing. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Abraham's father left Canaan that he was going. Yes, Lord. Yes. Lost a son. Some, something happened. Yes, Bad happened in the midst of Yes, Lord. He couldn't go. You will finish what you have started. I said you will finish what you have started. What your fathers and your mothers they couldn't do, you will do them. You will do them because your control tower is the living God. Your control tower is the living God. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Let your hand be on your people. In the name of Jesus. Let your hand be on them. Your mighty hand. Let it yes. be on them, oh God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let it be on them. Yes, Lord. Let it be on them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Shade your people because of the fear yes. of the Lord. Yes, Lord. Let the shadow, Psalm 91, verse 1. Yes. As they abide the shadow of your wings, shade yes. them from evil. Yes. The evil in New York City, Father, shade them from it. The evil in the United States, shade them from it. In the name of Jesus, may they be hidden and prosper. May they be hidden and prosper. May they be hidden and prosper. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. There's an evil coming in the name of Jesus. After us. Yes. Evil. Yes, Lord. Evil. Thank you, Jesus. Two signs I have seen that there's an evil coming after people like us. My God. Yeah, I've been driving taking when Bishop Fabian came. And when we went to the, the place in Union, New Jersey, mm. the first question they ask when they call you, they won't ask for the ticket, they ask you whether you have a green card or you are a citizen. So, traffic tickets, when did they, they get the power to ask? Green card. Just yesterday, um, Friday dawn, we were traveling to Blacksburg, Virginia. And then the car pulled me. I'm driving. If you have pulled me, ask for my driving license. And then after he asked for my driving license, he, he asked for AP Pump driving license. 
And people have asked him, ask him, I'm not driving. Why are you asking? Oh, I just want to make sure you are safe. That is not the right answer. You are not fools. You will be hidden under the, the, the hand of the mighty God. My God. The evil my God. will not find you. My God. I said the evil will not find you. I said the evil will not find you. By the shadow. Shadow means shade. Shade. Because of the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. If all eyes close, I'm closing. All eyes close, please. If you are here, and your connection to the control tower is not even there yet. If you are here like that, I want to give you opportunity to give your life unto him. Life unto him. Life unto him. Lift up your right hand and I will pray with you. Giving your life unto him. You, are, you don't have any connection to the control tower. So you are in the mid-air on your own. It's just a matter of time. And the plane will just come down. Please. Don't be too late. Are you here giving your life? Father, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you for this afternoon. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for Jesus? Why don't you invite Pastor Nana to close us? Take tithe. Take First Thomas, birthdays, and then after that, all within five minutes. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www dot lci manhattan dot com